Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is episode 339. We're going to talk about our favorite figures in the upcoming House of X Hero Clicks set, the potential pushback on the release date, and answer a set of Malcolm Rush questions. I'm your sexy ranch hand co host, Calder Ness. Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. As always, joining me in the podcast studio is none other than my nemesis, Simeon Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? Ooh, you know what, Calder? I went home this weekend and I... I brought back a bunch of junk that I left there, so I'm super excited for that. Have you ever heard of high mm, altitude nice. boots? No. <laughs> well, if you ever want a pair of boots that you can hook a pump up to to inflate them in case you're going up a mountain and then like release the pressure, you need a pair of high altitude boots. How is that How is that helpful? I don't Why know. Why would you need at all? Uh I got them at Goodwill like, like 10 what? years ago for like mm. 20 bucks. Okay. But they they kind of look All like right. clown shoes, except they're like military surplus. So they're just like this white plastic, like super ugly with like big black print that like tells you how to use them on the side. Um, but hmm. yeah, if I if I need giant white boots that make me look like a clown, I have them now. So okay, well. I'll assume that's not what made you happy this week. So, like we start off every show, Simeon, what made you happy this week, my man? Ooh, what made me happy this week was, uh, it was Thanksgiving, and now it's not. And that made me happy. The part mm. where it ended. Okay. And where we can move on. Jeez. Oh, it's so... That is that pretty dark. That makes me happy. They're a little, a little, it's a little sad. A little sad. Um, no, there's... There's a lot of stuff. Uh, I've been ordering a few things online. Uh, so mm. Doing some Black got... Friday shopping, huh? Kind of, yeah. Kind of some like Black Friday, some preemptive Cyber Monday, whatever they call it. Um, but yeah, I, I picked up a Fing Fang Foom purple pants, which is uh, one of the few colossals, the old school Ooh. colossals that I cool. was missing. I'm not going to get all three versions of Fing Fang Foom. I feel like that's just... Unless I get like a real good deal on the other two, uh, I think one is good enough for me. But yeah, I picked up one of those. Um, I picked up some other like random odds and ends, uh, just some some things I've been meaning to buy for a while but haven't gotten around to. So now I have okay, sure. presents in the mail for yourself. Yes, yes, presents for me. Okay, from me. That's right. That's what to I figured. Me. That's what I figured. From me to me. I have quite a few of those, too. Uh, what made me happy this week was Thanksgiving. We had a good time. I, I drove home and, uh, you know, did the grocery shopping on the way there. I, I must have looked like a panicked, crazy man uh, going into Walmart at, like, 8 o'clock at night, still, like, two hours from my house. And I'm just like, 
Do you know what a cheesecloth is, sir? What is it? Is it a cloth made of cheese? Where am I? Where, where does this thing exist? I've never needed one before now, ever in my entire life, nor have I ever needed gravy mix or like, I think the only thing on that list that I had bought previously for myself, like when I go grocery shop, it was like a dozen eggs. And I'm like, I know it, I know where those are. The eggs I got on lock. I got those figured out. Everything else, I was like asking an employee, um, trying to figure it out. This one time I, I called him on the phone and I'm like, okay, so these onions, they said they wanted yellow onions. And I'm like, the onions are yellow, but they say they're sweet Mayan onions, not yellow onions. Does it, is it just the color or are they called <laughs> yellow onions? And I'm like, he's like, do you see any other onions? And I'm like, no, dad. I see red onions, purple onions, white onions, and then these onions that look yellow but aren't the name yellow onions. And then uh, a nice innocent bystander lady was like, they have onions over there, sweetie. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you, ma'am. And then... I go over. Sure enough, they just—they're just called yellow onions. But these ones weren't in a bag. You had to—you had to bag them yourself. So, I figured it out. I'm a chef. I know how to make food. I know how to cook. Uh, I shouldn't say I'm a chef. I know how to make food. I know how to cook. But um, these are just not things I shop for. And it was quite the fun adventure. I—I uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. I like doing little little road trips like that. It was a good time. Got to catch up on some podcasts, which is always always a treat when I'm on the open road. And yeah. Watched Star Wars A New Hope again, watched uh, Caught Up on the Mandalorian, spent way too much money on Black Friday, even though like all the stuff that I was like waiting to buy was like, ah, if only it was on sale, then I'd buy it. It was like not on sale anywhere, which irks me. And I'm like, well, I wanted to spend money today, so I'm going to, but I'm not happy about it. So that was great. But no, I had a good week. I'd say all around solid week. So ladies and gentlemen. We got some uh, we got some hero clicks to get into these these five minute rants at the end of the show about non hero clicks is just no go no go. Simeon, House of X, a set set about mutants. We've had articles from Eternal Games, Highlander Games, Da Vinci DreamWorks. We've had unboxings from. Our favorite guy, I, I'd say, pretty pretty chillax dude over there at Happy Little Hero Clicks yeah, in his new that, 3D world that, that he's Porter built guy. for himself. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, he's he's pretty and all that stuff, but uh, Happy Little Hero Clicks really went the extra oh, yeah. mile, busting out the and VR. And by and by that I mean the it VR was, acting great. Skills. The VR stuff is hilarious. Uh, so in that that unboxing was big for me. Not for what it was for everybody else. Everybody on Twitter was like sharing like the uh, the apocalypse, and I was like, who cares? Nightcrawler, baby. We finally got to see that Nightcrawler. Only figure in the set I need, which has actually changed. My opinion has changed on the set for what figures we've seen this week. So let's get into it. We're going to kind of do a set review, guys, and then we'll sort of give you some thoughts about what we think of the set right now, and then we'll give it a month. We'll play some of the figures in the set, which, guess what? You don't have to own the figures to play them anymore. Ain't that a wacky world we live in, huh? Um, dial info is good enough for me. So, you know, give it about a week or so and Brad Boyles will have images for roll 20, like no time, you know, he'll just make those bad boys in like 20 minutes. I don't know how he does it, but he does it. So yeah. Uh, Simeon, let's talk about some commons that really, uh, that really struck our fancy when it comes to, and these are specifically like figures 
that we want to use in future like team building stuff. Not just like, oh, this figure's good, X, Y, Z. It's like, nah, I definitely have a team in mind. I want to put this person on a team. I think they're really cool. So, oh yeah, Simeon, if you want to talk about a common pick for, for House of X, for our little House of X review here. Yeah. So as far as I can tell, I've gone through the set. I haven't fine-tooth combed the set yet, but I've gone through the set, and as, as far as I can tell, the only generic in the entire set is number 015 Sinister Clone. And it's a, it's a generic that I actually really love. As much as I love my new clones, I think I might like the Sinister Clones more. Um, they don't explode like the new Ooh, clones, but they're how could you? equally cool. Uh, so real name various, no team affiliation, only four range, only one lightning bolt, 25 points, battle world other keyword, marauders keyword, and scientist keyword. So tons of fun teams that you can put these on um, between battle world other or marauders with like a sinister scientist opens up the door to the entire uh, spider verse shenanigans thing if you're really going right, that route. Right. Uh, so this guy's super simple. He's got three clicks for 25 points. He's got stealth this whole dial, six speed, five speed, five speed, uh, two clicks of ten of a, a ten attack, and then one click of a nine attack, two clicks of toughness with a 17, 16, 16. His last click has no toughness. And then the way it's coded on HC Realms shows a perplex on the first click and then a perplex on the last click, which seems weird to me, but that might be how it actually is. Um, I'm not looking at the actual fig figures card right now, so I can't 100% say that's for sure. But basically, you're paying 25 points for a super cheap little perplexed dude that fits into these niche named keywords, or he's just another scientist with perplex. And then he's also got a trait that is, which one? There are so many of us, and that's shape change. So the reason I like this so much is in the beginning of the House of X storyline... Uh, I think it was House of X, then Powers of X. In the beginning, uh, they go to, like, Sinister's Island, and if you've ever played the Deadpool video game, where there's just, like, Sinister clone upon Sinister clone, like, all over the place, um, it's kind of a scene like that, where it's, like, a weird, wacky, like, kind of fun, like, island that's just full of Sinister and all of his weird clones. So there's, like, the Baron Sinister who, like, rules them. But then there's all these, like, just weird clones of himself, like, walking around doing whatever tasks. And it's uh, something that I'm glad I can finally put to paper or digital rendering, I suppose, in the future. Um, but, yeah, this is definitely a piece I'm going to be wanting multiples of. And it's something where, I mean... In a larger game, I could see fielding like upwards of like six or seven. Uh, it'd be pretty easy to justify having that many with like a big sinister dude in the back, like title sinister or something. Right. No, that's pretty cool. I remember playing a Deadpool game. It's so, like that'd be kind of cool to recreate at least. I don't know. It's fun. That's pretty fun. The uh, shape change flex stealth baby. Ooh. It is sweet. I don't know why, but for some reason, 25 points almost seems like too much to me. Like, this really is a does. great package. It almost, but it, yeah. it feels like like you get stealth, toughness, you get a reducer, you have shape change, and you have perplex, four range. I mean, but no move and attack, and like 
one set uh, of marauders gold. and battle world other not being amazing keywords yeah for one, some reason 25 points does just seem like a for, lot for this for 15 points we were getting the the mary jane and the marvella who both brought <sighs> right i mean arguably way more to the i mean this guy's not times even more. autonomous so he doesn't have that going for him he doesn't right have the yeah yeah side yeah. um those two are just like in another class but clearly uh the point cost was not the same as spider-man venom absolute carnage for this set another thing is just, i just really love so that sculpt um as far as like a generic sculpt goes they did a really good detailed job from the one yeah. that scott pulled that i saw and that's exactly what we were hoping for right so that's good that's good it's what i want to see it's what i want to see my pick is Dr. Aaliyah Gregor, if that's wrong. No, pardon me. Uh, four range, 20 points. Full dial of stealth. The, the whole important thing, this character has uh, aim, sentinel, and scientist. Uh, I don't think I'll ever play this person on a theme team unless there is a you know bystander generator, uh, pog, pumper outer guy for scientist. So, But their special damage powers while you're playing this figure, which is uh, leadership, which is awesome, always good. And then unique modifier, friendly bystanders in five squares, modify their combat values plus one, which is very dope. I very much enjoy that. So like slap this person on a Wingard team. Most of them are non-theme anyways. Now Chaos is a 12 for five in, you know, 19 defense, which is just so gnarly. And, you know, of course, other bystanders get their other pluses, whatever. So it's great. So within five squares, does not have to be line of fire. So this person can be safely hidden somewhere, whatever. They don't have to see the bystander. So I love that. Just um, as a person that just helps out bystanders is huge. Love the fact that it's a unique modifier and it's cheap 20 points all around. I just like it. Like this figure isn't necessarily fear you build around, but it really buffs a lot of teams. Bystanders being a lot more important, uh, both yes and no. Like they don't come in crazy hordes like they used to with uh, Devil Dinosaur. Like we experienced that in our Thursday throwdown game, just hordes of bystanders because of Devil Dinosaur. And then like, uh, characters like DD. I'm trying to think of like someone else that like really pumps out bias. Oh, Namor. that Ant Man box set. I mean, Star more. Yeah, Starro's that hurt. Starro don't get any better with for this, sure, but, but they don't. Yeah, they don't matter with plus one stats. Yeah, you but like, pump out a bunch yeah, Namor pumping those ones out from Civil War. Yeah, check out Thursday Throwdown by the way. Last Dr. two episodes had a lot of bias. Another one that we did on, going on, on our Throwdown. YouTube channel. Yes, Doctor Monicus. Ooh, geez, his bystanders plus one stats. Those are gnarly. Those would be nuts. Those are crazy. Yeah. Because he already so, yeah, check out Thursday defense. So, yeah. Right. Uh, double yeah, for your Jason. To, uh, That'd double be good. plus to the defense and then also defense. plus one attack. Makes that one damage. dude uh, a 21 and then everybody else pretty much 20. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. Since it's but, yeah, that's my pick. Values. Just a really great little, uh, little support figure. Scientist keyword is just getting so many buffs recently. It's not quite theme team level modern competitive. Not quite. But Scientist has a ton of support right now, a ton of great help. I think it just needs a few more main attackers. Because right now, like, dude, playing a Golden Age Scientist team, I've never wanted to play a Scientist team before in my life. But, like, just seeing all the help this keyword is getting, pff, I love it. I think it's awesome. Scientist is really starting to be way stronger than it ever has been, and yeah. I really dig that. I think my biggest... So, yeah, that is my common uh, pick. ...with Scientist is that you can have, like, all this crazy modification and, like, outwit... And then you're just missing a good solid attacker um, without spending like yeah. 
you know, you're looking at like a hundred points minimum for like a good scientist attacker. Um, but uh, what is it? Leonardo da Venom can make him uh, Spider-Man family. Right, Spider-Man you can, family. So you have you know all your paparazzi you with eleven attack. Whatever. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And three range. All right. Now, right on. Don't forget, Ooh, now, baby. That plus three whole range. All combat values is including range. So yeah, three or range eleven. Or if you're like me, in several games, uh, they just have a three range anyways. Apparently. <laughs> Why not? There was yeah. some light cheating on both ends. Uh, when you're playing in real life, man, those range values sure do look a little wacky. Ugh, playing in real life. I want to shoot myself for even having to say that. Anyways, Simeon, go for it. <laughs> All right. So going on to the uh, uncommons, there is a ton of uncommons that we can go through. Um, the unique Moira X is, of course, I don't know. Did we go into Ooh, her? Oh, she's great. Yet? I like her. Because I think we may have mentioned her on yeah, this show so before. We kind of mentioned but what she, she does. is awesome. Um, I'll just get into it a little bit again. Uh, so her dial is one of those like multicolored, you know, tangled webs of powers where she almost has every single power represented at every point. And the way that she works is she can use the standard powers printed on her card for lower click numbers for previous lives. So if she's on click two, she can use the powers on click one and click two. Um, and then on click three, she can use one, two and three. So of course being six clicks long, when she gets to click six, being like able to have access to all of her powers just makes her incredibly mobile, incredibly interesting to work with. Uh, her attack value is not great. Her damage value is not great on that click. But she's still pretty interesting. And then the way that you get her to that click pretty reasonably is uh, she isn't a standard character, so she can't be equipped or pilot anything. But she takes a max of one damage from attacks. She can't be healed, and she can't be chosen for Mastermind or Krakoan Revival. But she is protected Pulse Wave. So there's just no way to get around it when you're attacking her where she's going to be taking a maximum of one. Of course, you can like deal knockback. You can do poison. Uh, you could Oscar Oscar locker for three or something like oh, that. Geez. But uh, as far as outright lock. attacking her, <laughs> yeah, there's not a, yeah. a great way to get yeah. through her dial quickly. Is that what you wanted to say about her? Like, she's going to be a pain in the butt. I like I just, it a lot. Yeah. I think it's cool. I don't want to list off all think, the powers. Uh, I was thinking about it, but... Oh, right. It's way it's, too much. You're like, well, yeah. this is what she has in every single click. Yeah. yeah no, at one point, you know, I think it's solid. She never has, like, Pulse Wave or Pen Blast or whatever. So her best combo for range is still just her second click, which is when she is a uh, running shot, precision strike or whatever. But her close can get a ton of options between Exploit, Quake, Blades. I guess she has Energy Explosion, too, which is cool. So, no, I dig it. I dig her dial. I think she's going to be really fun. I think she'll definitely see a lot of play. Uh, I think X-Men is going to be a great keyword once the set is released and everything. Like, I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, my uncommon pick, Forge is my man. I've always liked Forge, but he's always kind of had that support guy role. And his common figure, he's got team-up cards and whatever, and he's supposed to be more of an attacker, but he's such a lackluster attacker. And he's still, and he's kind of just like a mediocre helper. It's it's rough. Uh, this forge though for thirty points, and I really like the thirty point lines. The 30, 40 point lines they've been doing in the set are awesome. I love it. 
great amount of X-Men keywords, six range, stealth for the top two clicks, sidestep on the last two, some range combat expert, willpower on the last two in cap. So he, he becomes a little bit of a solid attacker. He is an 11 for two right away, which isn't amazing, but it's his special damage power that just helps your entire team. So it's free, unique modifier, choose attacker damage. Adjacent friendly characters modify the chosen value plus one this turn. I just think that's solid. Like he has, you know, it's not like Ant-Man, um, Yellow Jacket, Civil War, where it's everybody I can see plus one, you know, whatever. But it's like it can be super enhancement, basically, or super empower. It's, it's actually both, really. So move him around as you feel on a given turn is great. I do wish he had sidestep on his first clicks and then maybe traded stealth or something. Because once again, he doesn't have the whole mutant CIA trait. So it's like, cool, I got stealth. I guess I'm safe, but can't get out. Yeah. Without being able to ignore. Yeah. Hindering just really sucks. He's going to need a bit of a taxi to get around and position. He is going to need a bit of a taxi. Um, luckily, there's a lot of cheap but I think he's really solid. kind of stuff. So, yeah. Or I mean, but for just... 30 points, once again, uh, mystical scientist soldier, then some X-Men keywords. Oh, yeah. solid. Yeah, I, I definitely dig forge. I wish they would. I guess he's never been like super crazy powerful in the comics, but not um, really. Yeah. There's an X-Force comic where him and Dr. Nemesis get into like a fight, but it's not like a physical fight. Forge builds like this giant mech thing and Dr. Nemesis makes like this genetically engineered giant, like scorpion. And those two things like fight to the death to see who's the better scientist. And so I'd like to see a, a forge that can like, wasn't, do that. Was, wasn't that like, a part of uh, Fallout Three or something, wasn't there like a dude oh, who yeah. was like there was a bug, the and then there was like a dude who was like machines. I can't remember the ant person's name, but yeah, there was. <laughs> there Pretty was sure that was like some mission. It's like that's like the exact the exact thing that happened in Fallout Three. Someone's like, I can make better giant bugs, and it's like, I can make better robots. Yeah, and then they fight. <laughs> Well, to be fair, oh, that's hilarious. They, the person in Fallout 3 didn't make the bugs. They just uh, trained them. Uh, they just corralled them or whatever. Yeah, sure, trained, trained them. them or whatever. Became one of them. All right, moving on to rares. Um, Did we want to uh, mention Douglock a little bit for just like neat dial design in the yeah, uh, uncommon section? For the uncommons. Yeah. So Douglock's dial at first glance really reminds me of the rare Franklin Richards from Fantastic Four, where on his dial, the only power shown is toughness. He's eight clicks long. It's just eight clicks of toughness and four clicks at the very end of steel energy. Otherwise, his dial is blank. He has flight and indom. Um, and the stats are just very basic. Ten attack almost all the way through. Uh, ten, ten, three clicks of nine, three clicks of eight for speed. Uh three clicks of three damage and then the rest is two damage and then he has an 18 top dial the rest of his dial is 17 except for his last click which is a 16 defense um and he's going to be one of the characters that get a bunch of team up cards so it'll be interesting to see so far i haven't been super impressed with the team up cards but uh we'll see if he gets anything that's interesting uh so like franklin what makes him cool is his two traits he has a techno organic shifting, which is the uh, the lock part of the Doug lock, um, that is shape change and just protected outwit. So, yeah, it's a pretty good trait. 
And then the second trait is techno-organic mm-hmm. replication, and that is when Doug Locke uses shape change and succeeds, you may choose a standard power the attacker can use, and Doug Locke can use that power this game, which is pretty cool. Um, he's not unique, so I don't think so, was he? I can't remember. It doesn't say he's unique on the HC Realms dial and evidence thread, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's not, but uh, essentially, uh, if you can get your opponent to attack you enough times and succeed and shape change enough times, um, you've got a pretty decent chance of racking up some powers that you just get to keep throughout the game. So hopefully, I mean, you got to be pretty careful with what you pick, but if they have like invincible top dial when they try and punch you, or, you know, they've got, like, Stealth or Outwit or Prob or something. Uh, it's pretty sweet to, like, be able to pull one of those. A Super Senses would also be cool. Um, of course, he only gets to take powers when he succeeds with Shape Change, but still very interesting. Uh, he's only got four range, and he's 60 points, so he's not an amazing attacker. He makes a decent taxi. I'll say that much. He makes a no. really decent taxi. Um and depending on what his team-ups are, he might have something that makes him, like, I don't know, able to, like, hurt your opponent your opponent a little bit better than what he has showing. Right. No, but I just think it's a really cool ability. You know, paired with, um, what's his face from Star Trek? I think he can reroll shape change. He rerolls a whole bunch of stuff. I think he can reroll shape change. I don't think it would be, it wouldn't be a theme no. team, but still. Q is That'd just, be kind of neat. Just super senses. Yeah. Um, well, no, not Q. Isn't there like an ensign that does like impervious leadership roles, super senses roles? Uh, I don't know if he does shape change or whatever. Like might, 25 points or something. I'm sure weird. there is like a yeah. uh, shape change reroll, but I don't remember. Uh, There's some Wesley. dude, but yeah, I can't. Off the top of my head. No, nah, it's not Wesley. Um, I don't know. Anyways, uh, so as far as rares go, Simeon. So uh, it's peaking your interest in the rare category here. So for rares... This is where I kind of like, I don't know, I'm kind of split 50-50 on like these rares. There's some really good ones and there's some that I just really would not care to pull because they're just kind of bland. Uh, The one that I definitely want to get in my arsenal, I definitely want to have a version of is number 043 Cardinal. Uh, So the Cardinal, this I guess technically this is also a generic because... It's like a oh, yeah. in the future. It's like a I don't I don't know what they call it. They've got like a special police force made up of these mutant chimeras in one of the alternate futures that uh, they show in this series. So Cardinal okay. is one of those. It's some sort of Nightcrawler, and I can't remember exactly what other person, but Nightcrawler is the important one. So. Uh, let's go through the traits before I get to the dial. So the first trait is the Mutant Chimera trait, and you'll see this on a few others. North had it, um, Rasputin has it, and I can't remember the third, but Mutant Chimera is when Cardinal uses the X-Men team ability to heal another character. Until your next turn, that character's defense value becomes 18. When another character uses the X-Men team ability to heal Cardinal, this turn his attack and damage values become equal to that character's printed ones, which is probably the more interesting aspect. Um, Giving an 18 to somebody that's been hurt is kind of cool, but it's also a fairly average value, so it might not be changing their value at all. 
His second trait is mm. genetic predisposition for nonviolence, and that is when a friendly character within line of fire is damaged by an opposing character, give Cardinal an Apocalypse Seed token. Free, roll a d6 and add the number of his Apocalypse seeds, Seed tokens um, on 8+. plus. So you'd have to have two Apocalypse Seeds to ever succeed. Uh, remove all action tokens from him, turn him to click six, and he can't use his traits... Uh, let's see, can't use his traits for the rest of the game. So those are the only two traits. You only need to use this once. Okay. Uh, but basically, if you... He's kind of like, I guess, Immortal Hulk, where if he's watching... In that way. ...your opposing character, like, attacking friendlies, he's getting these seed tokens... Um, I'd feel comfortable. I mean, it's a free thing to roll, uh, and you'd keep them unless you succeed. So it seems like a pretty decent option to just always try for it if you've got some, if you've got at least two. Uh, so his mm. actual dial that you'll start off with for 50 points, uh, I guess he's got the X-Men team ability, the Horseman, X-Men, and Future keywords. Uh, for 50 points, he starts off with a 12-speed stealth that goes to 10-speed for two clicks and 12-speed on his last click. He's four clicks long on this standard dial. He has four mm. clicks of incapacitate, uh, which will be close only. He has no range. And then four clicks of 18 defense with super senses and no end on. He goes between perplex and prob, so he's a pretty decent little support piece. Uh, a little expensive for perplex or prob on an X-Men team, but... He's got it anyhow. So if you manage to get those Apocalypse Seeds and turn him to his alternate dial, so you turn him to click six, he instead gets Hypersonic with Precision Strike, an 11 attack, 17 defense with uh, with that Super Senses, and then he gets a special damage power. So Super Senses his whole dial. Um, on click two, he goes Charge instead of Hypersonic. Still a 10 speed, still an 11 attack, precision strike, still 3 damage. And then on click uh, 8, he gets an 11 speed charge with blades. And then he's got blades the rest of his dial and flurry the rest of his dial. Yeah. This dial is 5 clicks long. Um, so 2 clicks of flurry, 2 clicks of charge, 1 click of hypersonic. And then his whole dial is uh, super senses with 17. And he also has this special damage, his whole dial. And that is the terminal apocalypse seed. So it gives him Colossal Stamina. He gets Protected Outwit, capital Protected. Uh, at the end of your turn, if Cardinal did not hit this turn, deal him one unavoidable damage. Free, remove any number of Apocalypse Seed tokens until your next turn modify a combat value plus one for each token removed. So it doesn't say to remove the Apocalypse tokens when you succeed on your roll. Um... It just says remove all action tokens, but it does say you can't use that trait for the rest of the game. So let's say I stock up to like five Apocalypse Seeds, I roll and I succeed. Uh, mm. One turn, I yeah. can add three for free. I can add like a plus three to all combat values. And then next turn, I could add a plus two to all combat values. And then I wouldn't be able to do that again. But, I mean, do you really need to? Because... Uh, with a plus three, he'd be a 14 for six all on his own with 13 speed hypersonic and a 20 defense. He does have to constantly be pushing and hitting. Um, it doesn't say he can't. Right, but otherwise he's going to so, take damage anyways. Yeah, so he's going to take uh, damage either way. You're going to die. So, 
gonna die no matter what. It's, it's a, very, a matter of time. There's there could be some healing going on, but yeah. it's I don't want to say it's like super balanced because yeah. it takes a little while to get it to like kick off. But for fifty points, I feel like somebody mm -hmm. that can if he can actually like activate go to the apocalypse seed dial and get like a good yeah. solid like three or four turns on that dial, it's gonna be worth it because he's just crazy. And again, like you can heal him with X-Men, you could heal him with support, um, you can do all kinds of stuff if you really want to keep him in the fight, but I think for 50 points, a little self-modifying um, like mid-game yeah. activation thing is pretty sweet. I think it is cool. It makes people want to, you know, because for the most part, you can ignore him. He's got no range. You know, he can in-cap you if you base him type of deal he'll perplex up but if you're if you're really worried about what he can do later you know you yeah. might have to it might just be a problem and like man i don't want to have to worry about this guy who does not affect me at all whatsoever right now and but I mean, if i just if i let him go potentially you know like hitting someone for a 14 for six pretty pretty solid especially when you have a 13 square reach with hypersonic is just he, gnarly so like there's a situation where you take an action with him before he switches and then do a free action to roll and he'd like switch and you wouldn't be able to take another action even though he clears tokens because you can still sure. only be given like the one action so that's one, one thing to like make turn, sure yeah. you don't do but like let's say you you have him like you pushed him to a, like get prob or whatever you pushed him to get prob your next turn you roll to activate the apocalypse seed and you get a clear action token. So like you can go from two action tokens at the beginning of your turn to zero action tokens to modifying combat values plus three and hypersonicing, you know, 13 squares away. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Um, kind yeah. of like, well, I guess it is on important. every dial. Oh yeah. No, totally dude. I like it a lot. Like for 50 points, it's a really fun figure to play. He has a more unique ability. We haven't seen this before at least i don't know of one but it is pretty important to say like uh remove any number of apocalypse seed tokens and then modify a combat value by plus one for each token removed oh so yeah, it's yeah. not all combat values right. so yeah that is important to note don't don't get ahead of ourselves here really quick yeah it's not a across the board but I yeah mean, yeah it's not so it, it wouldn't be it's a, good it's a not 14 nuts. for six uh but it would yeah it be would. a 14 or a like six kind of thing but uh, yeah all right my rare pick i'm excited for this guy we just saw him today he was on either like highlander games or da vinci dreamers or some something like that some cool facebook page that gets previews uh, unlike us we don't get previews thanks whiskets anyways he is 175 points or 90 points and i'm gonna geek out a little bit i have no idea who this guy is but i like his dial i i like it so much so it's kind of very, very similar to teams I've been playing with my Super Scroll team, you know, wanting a bunch of rollouts, want to ignore penetrating damage. This dude does that uh, and better, which I like a lot. I'm talking about old Emperor Vulcan here. He's going to be the rare prime. Uh, he has flight. He has eight range double target. He has the new cosmic energy team ability, which is protected outwit and willpower. So already, boom, protected outwit. I like it. He has a trait, which is Pulse Wave, and Emperor Vulcan can reduce penetrating damage 
and has protected pulse wave. The the part that always killed me the most when playing Super Scroll and being protected from pen damage and having all these rollouts and all this cool stuff and being in stealth was that someone could just pulse wave me for four and then that was it and it sucks and I hated it. This dude protected outwit, protected pulse wave, protected penetrating damage. Top dial he's got impervious. He also has two stop clicks at 175, uh, which is just stop and vulnerability on click four and click 10. Uh, click 10 being his last click. He has a special damage power on his first four clicks of life, which you won't get at his 90 point dial, which is uh, Magister or something like that of the Shi'ar, Shayer, whatever empire. They're, they're those, uh, he's not He's not the dude with the mohawk, but he's some other guy. He's he's old <laughs> Gabe Summers yes. here. He's pretty cool. Yeah, Gladiator, sure. Uh, them Shi'ar nerds. Uh, he has leadership, and then when another friendly character that shares a keyword, chaos, and opposing character, after resolutions, remove an action token from that character and Emperor Vulcan. That's great. I like that a lot. So he has Ruler, Cosmic, Imperial Guard, and Shi'ar. Not, you know, and potentially, you know, with between the... Uh, between ruler, I don't think cosmic is one of them, but ruler for sure could be a little Spider-Man family action going on there. And I, dude, I love this guy. I think I'm gonna for sure give him one of the symbiotes, probably the Carnage symbiote, give him a way to heal, right? And then he's just a beast because he's got shape change impervious that you can't pulse wave, you can't outwit, and you can't deal penetrating damage. So the only way around the impervious is gonna be precision strike, and then there's just no way around shape change unless you're playing like a Wolverine or something that just says you can't use shape change within XYZ, right? Like it it makes it so specific to try to chew through this 175 points. And I like him at 175 points, specifically, specifically, baby, for the impervious. That's that's the big draw for me. Um, he has hypersonic on his lower end. He is running shot, pen blast, or pulse wave. Obviously, he has traded pulse wave, so always an option. Uh, versus in his lower end, he has hypersonic precision strike, no impervious, still a stop click. You know, I'm just way leaning way more towards the 175 points. I think he is an insane 175 points to try to get off the board. I think there's no way you don't give him the carnage symbiote. I like him a lot. He's very straightforward. There's all sorts of stuff in the set. That's all this wacky, weird traits. The Professor X has some weird, wacky trait. The whole resurrection is just all this blah 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 but my man here is simple straight to the point protected pulse wave protected outwit can't be dealt penetrating damage what are you going to do about it boom that's what i like i am i'm not some wacky dacky oh look at this crazy magic combo i got mana 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 card 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 mana mana like well i want to shoot myself just thinking about dumb stuff like that <laughs> i just i want to i want to i want to play hero clicks i want superhero man to punch other superhero man and girl too i'm all for that um so like i just want people rolling dice i i do not care for all this dumb wacky stuff and i hate it so much so my man emperor vulcan here is straightforward and I really like him a lot. By the way, he has a four damage his entire dial, except on his last click. When he has a five damage, so like I love it so much. It's so awesome. Oh yeah. So yeah, nah. Two stop clicks. It's just great. Yeah. It's awesome. Super hard dial to chew through. Um. Yeah. Protected outwit and protected pulse wave. He's gonna be. I mean, difficult to deal with at top dial. I think uh, he might actually be one of the first like. 150 plus figures where I've looked at and been like, I can kind of see like that actually working in like a competitive sense. But 
I mean, right. Uh, casually, if you want to run Imperial Guard or Shi'ar, or I mean, even Cosmic, like this guy's probably, in my opinion, um, I'm not going to say a better Cosmic Superman, but I don't think Cosmic Superman's protected Pulse Wave. And this guy's, you know, he's got Pulse Wave. So, you mean Hyperion? What do you mean Cosmic Superman? What are you talking about? I'm talking you about. You somebody uh, else. Is it an actual Superman uh, or something? T- Superman, like 10 million BC, Superman Prime. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Superman. Sun, Sun I mean, Superman. He's quintessent Superman, I guess. Right. Um, so, yeah, that one's only got like colossal stamina and whatever, but he doesn't even have stop clicks or anything. So, I mean, this guy. It's- for Superman's a pushover. We all know that. Yeah, I'm thinking Prime uh, Prime Emperor Vulcan might might one be big Superman. thing. Yeah, dude, Emperor Vulcan is is so dope. One thing to remember though, uh, like I said, there's very random figures that can get rid of what he does. Uh, I don't think anything gets rid of his ignores penetrating. Obviously, the new Juggernaut gets rid of stop clicks, and then I had to double check Thanos the ABPI Ultra Chase because I couldn't remember if he got rid of protected outwit specifically. Or if he got rid of power cosmic. cosmic. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And that character can use power cosmic instead. They can't use the willpower protection outwit. So cosmic energy will get around his perplex. I mean, cool. I'm sure that um, I believe so, uh, right? I don't I'm I'm guessing I don't know if they'll actually perplex, but only to like target other characters that. when Thanos uses it to target a friendly character, that character Oh no, 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 sorry. Yeah, this Thanos is perplexed. I was getting the two parts of the trait mixed up. His second part is when Thanos uses it to target an opposing character, that character can't use willpower or protected outwit. So yeah, his yeah. his perplex will get rid of power, or he will get rid of the cosmic energy team ability, sure. basically. So, like I said, that Wolverine, that Thanos, um, Precision Strike, all these very specific Odin, niche things yeah. will get around Odin, sure. Like, it's a lot, but it's it's way less than like anything with Pulse Wave, uh, anything without wit, right? So I really enjoy that. I really enjoy bringing down the fields to what can specifically counter a character. And I just dig Emperor Vulcan, man. I just think he's cool as heck. Do I know who the character is? No. Am I in a research character? Absolutely not. I don't <laughs> care about anybody with the last name Summers. Get out of yeah. here. All right. That's true. That's my rare pick. I actually really can't wait to play this figure. So is a my, my mind is changing a little bit good. on the House of X set. Just a little bit, but I like it. I'm upset with how many like figures I'm looking at, like either activation click or like bottom dial being much better than top dial. And that's just like really frustrating. There's some activation but, stuff uh, in the set between like armor and, and like kind of that Moira who takes a second to get going. Oh, the yeah. uh, Cardinal that takes, you know, whatever to get going. Like there's some activation stuff coming back in this yeah. set pretty hard. There's, I mean, the prestige, the Rachel Summers in the rare slot with her <laughs> running shot pulse wave, 19 defense, yeah. four damage on her last click. Whereas her top click is, uh, 11 speed mind control. Ooh, how I like to get around with mind control. She is a cool p- character though, but not a amazing top dial compared to bottom dial. Yeah. So All right. getting into like some, some real cool shenanigans once again, uh, where the bottom dial is not as good as the top dial or is better than the top dial. The top dial doesn't quite match the there bottom stats. Number 054 Jubilee, real name Jubilation Lee. Uh, Ooh. Got the X Men team ability, five range, two lightning bolts, 50 points. A lot of these 50 point figures I'm going to really want. Um, this Jubilee is probably, 
I'm going to go ahead and say this Jubilee is like the first one I've actually looked at and been like, I could play it on either dial and I really like it for what it is. Most Jubilees are just like, ah, it does like the one thing and it's sometimes not even as good as like Lockheed. But for 50 points, what you're guaranteed to get is you're guaranteed to get the Excalibur Mystical Protectors trait, which is the Mystic's team ability, but only for range. And then Jubilee has protected Mystic's team ability. So this is a shared trait against uh, across the board for Excalibur people. Um, they get Mystic's team for range, and then they're protected against Mystic's team. You're guaranteed to get that. You're also guaranteed, guaranteed to get uh, five clicks of sidestep and five clicks of energy explosion, five clicks of energy shield, and three clicks of perplex. So she's Indom. She starts with a nine speed for two clicks, eight speed for two clicks, and then her last click is a seven all sidestep. She goes from an 11 attack to two clicks of 10 and then two clicks of nine. Not amazing. Uh, She has a 17 defense for three clicks and then two clicks of 16. And then she gets perplex on clicks two, three, and four. So not amazing um, for 50 points. Not bad, though. Like, honestly, like sidestep energy explosion with two lightning bolts isn't the worst. But if you're within five squares, somebody's probably going to punch you. So energy shield might not help. But it is still a pretty decent little X-Men attacker, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if I went through the keywords. Excalibur, Generation X, X-Men, Monster, and Mystical. So we'll get into the Monster and Mystical stuff. She has a single special damage power, and that is Shogo's Transformation. Shogo's the little baby on her back. Uh, So this is on her first click. Uh, This is free once per game for all friendly characters with this power. If it is your fifth turn or later, or the map's name includes Otherworld, turn Jubilee to click seven. So my experience, especially in like uh, 300 Modern, I don't usually get to turn five very often. Um, I especially don't get to turn five with a little 50 point five click deep character very often unless i'm like leaving it um, in like the back and still being on click one by yeah click five still being on click be one too especially yeah. yeah if your opponent knows that like this is a timed thing then like by turn four they're probably going to make it a priority to deal at least one damage so the wait till turn five thing is not super interesting to me uh, the map's name includes otherworld so it's just like a free action. If the map's name includes Otherworld, you can do this your first turn, which is much more interesting to me. Um, I'll have to see which maps come out that are Otherworld, but hopefully both of the ones for this set. So you turn to click seven. Now, click seven is actually a shorter dial by one click. It's only four clicks long, but what it makes up for in uh, length, or what it loses in length, it makes up for in sheer attack power so you get two special powers when you go to click uh seven first one is a speed power it's you're not a human baby (laughs) that's right i'm not uh you get running whoa flight and giant symbol so you get two special symbols that you didn't have before running shot flight and giant symbol jubilee has protected outwit and pulse wave that's capital protected so this whole dial is protected outwit and pulse wave pretty sweet um 
You also have a special attack power that is Dragonfire. Modify range plus three. So this whole bottom dial, you're going up to eight range, two lightning bolts. Penetrating Psychic Blast. And then another addendum to that power is free. Remove all non-debris terrain markers within range from the map. So within eight squares, uh, if your opponent put down a barrier just for free... All those terrain markers go away. Smoke cloud, all of it goes away. Anything that was placed that isn't a debris marker gets just removed. That's not printed stuff. It's terrain markers that were actually like terrain markers, not uh, printed on the map. But uh, yeah, just that alone is pretty sweet. The stats are 11, 11, 10, 9 for speed. So pretty fast. Uh, It's not... A lot faster than the bottom dial, but we're looking at running shot with a plus three range here. So that's six speed or six squares with running shot, and then eight range with two lightning bolts is pretty decent. Uh, Eleven attack top on like click seven, then it goes to three clicks of ten attack. We've got two clicks of eighteen with invincible, and two clicks of seventeen with invincible, and then the bottom dial is all shape change with a f- dam- four damage on click seven and then three clicks of three damage. So overall, not still not like crazy for 50 points, but it's kind of crazy for 50 points. Like if they just gave us, like, straight <laughs> up gave us those four clicks for 50 points, I'd probably be playing like two or three of these. Um, I think the thing that really kicks it over the top is the protected outwit pulse wave. So like, I mean... And you still have Mystics for range, so it's a long dial. I mean, it's only four clicks long, but without Outwit or Pulse Wave, it's a really long dial to chew through uh, with both Shape Change and Invincible. It's going to be kind of a rough go of it, uh, both a rollout and reducing penetrating damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Jubilee. Pretty solid. I mean, it's not really Jubilee. I like her a lot. It's the baby that's. Uh, it's the baby it, thing, but, right? Yeah. Getting turned into a, a dragon or something. I guess I don't know. Apparently, yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, dude, I I like it a lot. Mystical monster, strong keywords, super strong keywords. She's like a new style arcade without being an arcade, you know, without getting rid of your plus to map and everything. And I would say probably better than arcade heresy for some people. I know, but I like it. I like it a lot. She's in it. In it it can still work. Like if arcade, if you lost map, it was like, well, I had a 50, 50, whatever even roll to win map. And I just lose that sucks. I wasted that many points on my build, you know, but like this person at the very least, I had a, not many games go past click five or turn five, or if they do, it's really crazy late in them. So like the odds of getting it, you still at least have that option to potentially pull it off. Yeah. You know, I think it's kind of balanced that it's a damage power and not a, trait or anything where it's like oh guaranteed to go off it makes it that much harder to go off so it really makes you want to build to try to win map to try to put them on the 50 points and then it's like well if you try to do the other cooler line you lose one click of health like they're sort of trying to balance making both dials cost 50 points i mean you're clearly not this isn't like your main attacker it's just a really cool secondary attacker that you have access to you yeah. also can't like have four of these on a team because the power is oh, yeah, exactly. for all friendly characters with this power. You can have four of these on a team, but oh, yeah. the other three are going to be sidestep, energy explosion, five range yeah. with ESD. I mean, there's your, all your it. perplex that you need. I do like yeah, that sure. 
since it's a free action once per game and it's not like at the beginning of your turn or anything, if you're on the other world map, you could potentially like TK Jubilee, sidestep, then transform, then running shot with, you know, uh, 14 yeah. square reach. So like, and all in all, like total, yeah. it's like a 22 square reach if you have like a TK on the team. Um, which is pretty solid for a 50 point character that can't be one shot um, without like a lot of work going into it. Absolutely. I'm going to talk about another really cool figure. I've been waiting for this boy's dial to get spoiled for a while. And uh, Happy Little Hero Clicks was that gift to me this week was the Nightcrawler Super Rare finally, finally spoiled. And they do some really cool stuff. So he has a Krakoan Revival trait, whatever, just Krakoan Revival. Just I hate it. I don't care for it at all. Zero, zero percent uh, enthused about Krakoan Revival. Uh, but what is neat, though, is they took they took the new logo they used to show if you can carry passenger, right? The passenger one, passenger whatever. And they're now instead of implementing that into a trade or something, they this is big brain, good job move, you know, pat on the back for whiz kids. I really like this. It is now instead part of improved movement or improved targeting, that little circle around the dial, you know, around the little sculpt picture on the card. So now that's where the you can find what their passenger is. So Nightcrawler can't fly, right? So it's like he doesn't inherently have passenger anything. Boom, he's got passenger one. It's on his improved movement. That's so cool. I like it a lot. I'm like all credit where credit's due. That's a creative, smart place to put it to save room on the card. So good job, WizKids, for that. I like it a lot. Um, he has no traits, but he has a special movement, special defense on his first two and his last two clicks. So he's got a special movement with 12 speed. Uh, his dial is really cool. So the first two and last two clicks have the same powers, same stats, 12 speed. 10 attack blades, 18 defense, special defense, 2 damage, shape change. Middle two clicks of his dial, Nightcrawler's coming out. No more messing around. He's going to stab you. It's awesome. Hypersonic, precision strike, 11 attack, 19 defense, super senses, 3 damage, probability control. Same for those two middle clicks on 3 and 4. His special speed power. I like it and I don't like it. I would change it a little bit, but it's cool. It's unique. So, phasing teleport, stealth, period. When Nightcrawler uses Facing Teleport and carries a friendly character that shares a keyword, so that is Excalibur, Martial Artist, Monster, Pirate, Quiet Council, Spy, or X-Men. I don't know when they started giving Nightcrawler the monster keyword. I get it. He looks like a demon or whatever, but <laughs> no one ever... like He's not like a, actually a monster. You know, He's just a mutant. He just looks that way. Yeah, so I don't know why they're giving him Robert monster. <laughs> That's right. But like... I don't see where like him finally getting monsters coming from. I'm okay with it, which because I can put him on a theme team with like Captain Venom, I guess, which is neat. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't get, I don't get where monsters coming from all of a sudden. Uh, obviously, martial artist and pirate, he can be made Spider-Man family too as well. Um, so when he's facing teleport and carries a friendly character that he shares a keyword with, after resolutions, you may place him in the square he began movement from. So he teleports him out and he comes all the way back. I wish this was more of a hypersonic for carry where he could be placed in any square he moved through uh, versus where he began because he moved somebody out, poop, he's back in your starting area. And you're like, I shouldn't say poof, I should say bamf. He has his own freaking sound effect, for goodness sake. So it's like you move someone out, bamf, you're back in the starting area. You're never going to leave the starting area um, unless you choose to just either stay there when you carry somebody or, you know, just move out by yourself. So it's weird, right? Like I would totally have preferred a hypersonic way of doing it where I can carry someone out, drop them off, and then move somewhere where I'm still relatively close to the fray or whatever. 
but now like more of a when he's in the middle of the game it's better so he can pop someone out there drop him off he can go back safely i think that's fine and that's shown where he can do this at the start of the game on his first two clicks or now it's kind of middle of the game whatever last two clicks he can do that which is cool uh, especially if he wants to drop off somebody who's injured leave them there and the nightcrawler can stay and tie up when he has super sensitive shape change not a bad idea so that's where his uh, special defense power comes in he has super senses his old dial which is great because the defense power is super senses period when a standard friendly character in five squares in line of fire that shares a keyword with uh is attacked they can use super senses, but only if Nightcrawler has line of fire to the attacker. When they use it and succeed, after resolutions, place them adjacent to Nightcrawler. I love this. Like, he went over there, grabbed him, popped him back with the super senses. This is so cool and thematic. This really shows, like, the protector in, like, who Nightcrawler is, and I love it. He's very mobile. He moves around a lot, and this is with him not having sidestep or anything, just having phasing teleport, which normally when they just give a Nightcrawler phasing teleport, you kind of feel very stagnant, like, oh, all I do is just move to one spot, and that's it, clear, whatever. But he has a lot of different unique ways to move around a lot, and I really, really, for that reason, enjoy this Nightcrawler design. It's different than any other Nightcrawler we've had, and yet it fits the bill that we want for a Nightcrawler, and I love it. So kudos. You know, I've been harping on you guys a lot about this set. Kudos, by all means, to WizKids and the design team for making this Nightcrawler. I really, really like it. Yeah. The only thing... I might have changed about his dial is rather than having the two random middle clicks where he's like an attacker and then he goes back to the transport protection kind of thing if it was like split like three and three so the top three clicks were that like phasing uh handing out super sense kind of thing and then the bottom dial was like when he gets like serious and like has to like you know just attack kind of thing um but yeah i oh sure i think uh, as far as like X-Men taxis go, he's not the greatest. He will be great at getting one character like 13 squares up or whatever. That's pretty cool. Um, you could give him the space gem and carry two characters and still do like the zoop back kind of thing. Um, although that's kind of that's kind of like a I don't know. It's not really necessary. He's already got phasing. He's already got passenger one giving him a gem kind of seems silly at that point uh just to get one extra passenger but i don't know i think everything about him is interesting i just really wish i could figure out what exactly it is that i like because on paper i feel like there should be an amazing use for him and i'm just trying to think of like that one x-men character that i really want to just like throw out to like the middle or like maybe turn two, drop him in like my opponent's starting area or something. I'm sure that there's a character that I really want to do that with, but I just can't think of it right now. For sure, for sure. But all right, now that we've done all the normal stuff that you're likely to pull if you do a sealed event or anything, or just whatever, we're talking about the chases. Oh, baby. We got yeah. some cool look at some chases here. We only saw Binary and then the old man Phoenix before. Yeah. We got to see a and then we got to see Dark Britain, Krakoa and Rasputin, which was really cool. So, yeah, which Calder one of these chases do you want to talk about, Simeon? Calder wasn't beatboxing there. He was trying to say uh, Apocalypse's no. Krakoan name, which I won't attempt right. because, uh, yeah. 
Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and talk about Krakoa. If you want to check out the Apocalypse Chase, you can either check out the uh, the Clicks Nexus has it up. Uh, HC Realms has it on their dial thread. Happy Little Hero Clicks unboxed it and uh, showed it off pretty well. So you can check it out there. Um, he's got some interesting stuff going on. But I like Krakoa because he's a little bit more down like my wheelhouse, the kind of stuff that I'm going to play. Um, he's not a big heavy hitter. He can be, but not really. So number 077, number 070, 70 in the set, uh, Krakoa, real name Krakoa. So not only is he a map, he's now a figure, which is pretty neat. Uh, he's got the X-Men keyword. He's got eight range, triple lightning bolts. He comes in at either 125 points or 40 points, and he's got the X or yeah the X Men Horsemen, Quiet Council, and Future keywords. So this is one of those split dials where it's 40 points will get you the top two clicks, whereas if you pay 125 points, you get the rest of the dial. So for 40 points, you get two clicks, and then if he crosses the red KO line, he is KO'd. That is his first trait. Uh, it is also protected pulse wave. So pretty decent little guy there um for 40 points you're just getting two clicks that are 13 speed with stealth which is just insanely fast uh two clicks of incapacitate which is actually reasonable for 40 points and triple target with eight range you get uh indomitable 18 with invincible and then a click of 18 with impervious and then two clicks of support and the support it'll probably come in handy i'm guessing with his second trait which is strategically placed safe havens so strategically placed safe havens this is at the beginning of the game you generate five safe haven hindering terrain markers anywhere on the map at least five squares from any starting area and each other um so that's just pretty decent um lets you cover a decent area of the map i'm gonna say it's not like you can't like stack a bunch in like one area. So a few of them will probably go completely unused, but you'll be able to put like some near your starting area, some near your opponent's starting area, stuff like that. Uh, the second part of the trait is friendly characters with the X-Men keyword that are adjacent to Krakoa or occupy one of his safe haven markers have power. Place this character adjacent to Krakoa or in the square of one of his safe haven markers. Friendly characters with the X-Men keyword have improved movement hindering. So full stop across the board for 40 points. He gives uh, X-Men characters improved movement hindering, which is pretty decent. I know there's a few Wolverines that don't have it that could use it when they're charging. There's a lot of people with stealth that could use it so they don't have to half speed when moving out of hindering. Um, just a lot of like reasons why that's pretty decent. And then the ability to kind of like yank your characters back and forth across the map it is a power action so it's not like the old spiral from Wolverine and the X-Men where it's just like a portal to wherever but it is I mean you could sidestep into one of those squares and power action back um, you of course can do it while you're adjacent to Krakoa so he could move up next to a character with his 13 speed and then they could pop over to one of his other squares if need be uh, alternatively they could just fly back to Krakoa from one of those squares and then he can use support on them because he's got support for his first four clicks. So all of that's pretty awesome. Uh, he also has a trait, the Living Island of Refuge for Mutant Kind. And this gives him Phasing Teleport, Poison, 
and then Smoke Cloud as free. So his full dial of stealth will be pretty decent because he's got Smoke Cloud as free, just full stop. So that's pretty decent. Uh, eight range Smoke Cloud is also pretty decent. If he's not going to use it for just himself, he can kind of cover a decent swath of area with that. Um, and then his final trait is maintain all that Cypher was. When an opposing character within range uses Outwit, Perplex, or Probability Control, Krakoa can use that power until the end of your next turn. So it's not range in line of fire, it's just range. So with that 8 range, if anyone, if any opposing character uses Outwit, Perplex, or Prob Control, you just have that power until your next turn. It seems pretty decent. Um, until the end of your next turn. So you get it for the end of their turn and then your turn. Uh, yeah, I, I like him a lot. We'll get into his 125-point dial. So if you cross that red KO line, um, again, it's a full dial of stealth. So he gets a little bit slower. He goes from 13 speed to 12, 11, then three clicks of 10. Uh, he has one more click of incapacitate, and then he goes into the rest of his dial is quake. He still only has one damage on click three and then two damage on click four. He has 17 impervious on clicks three and four, and then he goes to a 17 invuln for the rest of his dial. On clicks five through seven, he gets battle fury. So he goes from two damage to three, four, five, and his attack goes from a 10 to an 11, 11, 12. So bottom dial, he is a pretty stout attacker. Um, I'm not sure if it's worth the extra 85 points to have that bottom dial uh, because it will take quite a while to get him there, but it is like a, I don't know, it is a really cool dial in my opinion. The uh, ability to phase poison and smoke cloud, so he's always in stealth. He's dishing out 12 for 5 with battle fury. He's a pretty decent figure, um, but I think where he really works for me is that 40 points and the uh, power to place adjacent characters around the map or next to him. Get them out of harm's way or put them somewhere where they weren't before. I don't know. It just seems like a lot of lot of movement. Yeah. I mean, I think what he does more so on the 40 point line is the only time I'd ever play him probably if i was going to play this dude he's insane don't get me wrong he's insane anybody that can do like free stuff after doing a power action or after being carried or whatever just like find any x-men they can power action go all the way across the map five squares from an opponent's starting area and then pew, pew, shoot somebody if they do any like cool free action stuff or whatever right like i'm sure there's some way in the world oh, of yeah. hero clicks that that will work I mean, in, or whatever right Age. like there's there's, There's gotta the, be. Uh, the headmaster, Wolverine, and Cyclops that had the free attacks if like an opposing right. character attacked an X-Men keyword. So that alone is like a pretty decent way to like zap them across the map and then, I don't know, sidestep attack or whatever. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of options. Um, also, just like positioning support. It doesn't necessarily have to be like somebody that's going to attack. You can just like position a like perplex piece up where they need to be or you know a prob getting them into like position uh it's just uh and i mean it's uh let's see 
Friendly characters have the X-Men keyword that are adjacent to Krakoa or occupy one of his safe haven markers. Have power, place this character adjacent to Krakoa or in the square of one of his safe haven markers. So even just at the beginning of the game, when you've got some uh, friendly X-Men next to him already, being able to give them power actions instead of power action to like move up to their speed value, like power action to move like 15 squares away to one of his uh, hindering markers might be a decent like option um i don't know it'll be interesting i think that's a very decent option i think that's great um yeah dude i think it's dope i imagine it's got to be a clear square just by the way like the rule i can see like works and everything so if you throw them out there um they're not going to be necessarily safe you know they'll be all all the way out there by their lonesome so unless you can do some like crazy cool damage or whatever you better be a little a little, a little cautious but I think this is really good. I think it's really good. I'm. I like the fact that it is. It only works with the X Men keyword. Uh, keeps it relatively balanced. Even though obviously, the X Men have always been a good key, like since XXS came out. The X M. The X Men have always been a really good keyword to play uh, in competitive. Not so much right now. I think after this set comes out, we're going to see a ton of X Men teams, or at least people are trying to make X Men work. And I think it, they definitely can. Uh, once again, I'm not really a competitive player, so I don't totally know. So take everything I say with a grain of salt here, guys. But I could see like a Dark Phoenix. I think like, this is great. Suddenly being oh yeah, Dark Phoenix. Like halfway up yeah. the map being a bad idea, like or a bad thing for your team, especially if there's like a second Dark Phoenix like further back. So like in a team where they're paying a hundred points for Krakoa and two Dark Phoenixes, one up in your face that you have to deal with. And then one that like they can retaliate with later, um, already seems like a pretty nightmare scenario to go against. But I mean, just on the the surface, I think he's a really fun. I've really enjoyed the House of X series. I think it's going to be a really fun, uh, like casual piece to like just field X Men around, quote unquote, the world, uh, just like zooping them in from wherever insert the world sound effect here yeah but yeah no it's great plus you know eight range triple bolt it's not bad it's he's got more offensive capability than uh what's his face mr oz has so yeah yeah. dude by all means it's solid and better defense depending on how you look at super senses to invincible i mean i think it's great all right i'm going to talk about last chase here and that'll finish about us up for the set Clocking in at 140 points. We're talking about Dark Britain here. Brian Braddock, Armor, Excalibur, Mystical. He is straight up the Mystic's trait. He has two traits. The Phase Blessing, Battle Fury. When Dark Britain can reduce penetrating damage. Uh, I love in these guys that can reduce penetrating damage. And his yeah, homie's got a 19 impervious like the other guy, top dial. I love it. I love it so much. Pretty sweet. Uh, his second trait is based off when he dies, which I think is really cool, especially since he has a 30-point line. So his second trait is take the trinket. I beg of thee, please. When Dark Britain is KO'd, choose a friendly character for the rest of the game. That character can use wing symbol, toughness, and willpower in super strength. That's pretty neat, isn't it? Oh, it was all this mucking about. I, I, I just like don't it. kill this Dark Britain fella, and then you, and then you're telling me another, another, another mm. bloody bloke over here is getting the wing symbol, toughness, willpower, and super strength. <laughs> oh bloody hell! I just killed one of them. All right, uh, he has a. Speed speed power, special speed power on his top two clicks of his 140 point dial and his first click of his 30 point dial. Slay the Pretender. 
Charge Flurry, improved movement hindering. Oh yeah, you see this dog Britain here ain't got the he ain't got the flight symbol himself, but he's got this improved hindering. It's pretty Not nice. You you play two of these guys, you kill one All right. and kill one. The sacrifice. One. <laughs> sacrifice for a British Empire. Yeah. I like I quite like that. Yeah. Uh his special attack power. It's got on click two through six. So beginning of his thirty point line. And then obviously two through six. Uh a die witch breed. Witch breed. Ban the witch. Uh Blaze Claws Fangs. Slash slash. When Dark Britain hits after resolutions, choose one. Remove an action token from him or heal one click. If the target has the X-Men keyword, choose both. Cause you know, screw the X-Men. They're they're pretty pretty rambunctious bunch in it, ain't they? I'd say so. So he's got some prob. He's got some exploit weakness. Uh, way, way, way down dial. He's got two clicks to steal energy. Uh, he's got some flurry mid dial. That's all right. It's all right. But uh, ignoring that penetrating whole dial of mystics. Real fun, real fun figure here, Brian Braddock or old Dark Britain or Mist, Mister Musty Britain, not bright, shiny, happy Britain. Um, but yeah, I think he's pretty good. I don't think he's got a license there for Excalibur. You can't have a big sword like that, not in Britain. Certainly not allowed. Absolutely not. You'll you'll hurt yourself, hurt your neighbor. You got a license for that TV? I don't think so. Sword like that, he'll be cutting all homeless people in half by the year twenty twenty five. I tell you what. Anyways, uh, I'm done with that. I'm done talking about Britain, so I'm going to stop doing that. I'm glad. The, there was several. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> the listeners like I'm glad poor, as well. Poor Jedi Thank legend you. having to listen to this. Um, oh jeez, so yeah. The one thing he doesn't Sorry. have. I mean, two things that he doesn't have that uh, the Prime Vulcan did. Uh, he doesn't have protected outwit. So it is possible right. to get rid of his impervious and then deal him like full damage rather than uh, having to avoid the penetrating damage reduction. But yeah, I really like him. I like both his 30 point line as a. For 30 points, he's still a crazy good attacker. He's still pretty fast. Um, still has charge, flurry, blades, and exploit. So you can't flurry, blades, exploit, but you can blades, exploit, or you can charge, flurry, blades. So you've got a lot of options with him. And then, of course, being KO'd. I think I think I mentioned this to Calder earlier, but uh, it doesn't say choose a friendly standard character. It's just choose a friendly character. So on a certain team with like a, I don't know, like a Mary Jane Watson who has access to paparazzis, you could suddenly oh, have a paparazzi jeez. with flight, toughness, willpower, and super strength. So they sidestep, pick up a heavy object, hit you for two damage. Pretty decent for a paparazzi. Hold on there. Hold on there, you yank. I'm not about to be pulling the sword from the lady of the lake, giving me a scalibur. Just so you can go off giving it to your paparazzi friends. That ain't happening now, ain't it? Absolutely not, you freaking Kiwi. Get out of here. <laughs> what? Leave me alone. Don't be treating right. a scalibur like that. Uh, if you if you insist on keep talking about Dark Britain, I'm going to keep doing this and offending the British listeners. And I've already floated through several different types of accent through like all of this it's been very inconsistent i just want to see how how deep you can pull it how how well you can verse Wait, this language i've only watched several several british tv comedies so i've seen the it crowd and that's not that's, very good like i mean it's a good show it's a yeah, great show it's but it's, it's not 
you know, all, I guess all my British comedies, I guess technology based. I got the It Crowd, and then there's some some funny videos on the Facebook there. You can check out. They got uh, like these dudes in red shirts that work at a computer store, and they're British. They do some funny stuff. I see them in my recommended Facebook feed from time to time. And then uh, I watch Eddie Hall, Will's Strongest Man. Yeah, he's he's British as a crumpet, isn't he? That was a pretty good sense. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Hall's British as a crumpet, isn't he? Yeah, that's very, very, very dehydrated. Down so with the current slang, for sure. That's absolutely, absolutely. How do you do, me fellow British kids? Playing some ball and stick over here, playing some football. So that, that was House of X. Um... That was House of X. Um, <laughs> getting postponed potentially in your area due to Alliance and uh, Despotelis running amok through the world. So its potential release date uh, is getting postponed. Now, some product may slip by that somehow yeah. who knows but the majority of the product is probably going to be postponed until december 30th so For you sure. can you can just pre-order it all now and then not feel so bad about spending money right after christmas because you'd be spending all this money you don't want to spend money after christmas you just got done buying gifts for people and getting holiday hams and cheesecloths and whatever the hell else you need for christmas so yeah don't be doing that but yeah that's house of x my opinion has changed on house of x sorry i had to put you guys through the um the Britishness, but uh, it actually really has. They've, I don't like X-Men. That's still, that's still there, but they've made figures. You know, I like hero clicks a little bit, obviously they've made figures that I am interested in that I enjoy. Like we didn't talk about a lot of them, but there are some really cool figures. Juggernaut. Um, what's his face? Ch- Chad in Cree. Like, I think that's oh, yeah. neat. You know, like the, uh, there's GR all sorts guys. of like characters no, in the set. That Star yeah, the Star Jammers, yeah, the pirate space pirates. Like, there's all sorts of figures in the set that I just want to play and see how they play together. Like, there's lots of cool figures. Even though I'm not an X Men fan, I can get into the set. Am I gonna buy any? Still, it's a no. I'm still not gonna buy like any of this set. But I'm gonna pick up more than just Nightcrawler. So that's really cool. I like a lot of the figures a lot. I like a very select few of the figures in the set that make me not just hate this set flat out. So it's cool, and I like it, and I hope everybody else... And I, I'm enjoying seeing people be excited for it. That's what I, that's what I really like. Like I have, I have no real reason to be excited for this set, but I'm seeing a ton of people all over the place. Like, oh, like I haven't seen a lot of people post about, like, oh, we're still missing one figure. I'll try to find it before whatever. You know, like I haven't like ever noticed that for the last few sets of this year. Certainly not for Spider-Man. Um, but like for Fantastic Four, maybe. But like, I it's been a long time since I've been around the internet enough and like looking at a set. Like since Captain America, I've not cared about what is in a set really. So like since earlier this year, now I'm paying more attention. What's you know, I've, I'm just starting to see more of it because people are tagging me and stuff because whatever. And I'm I'm just happy to see people are happy. X Men fans, they always get good figures. They always get good sets. X Men fans are pretty spoiled. Admit it to yourselves, you are in the terms of hero clicks. <laughs> But I am happy that you guys are getting... This is just more unique. When I started seeing, like, Dark Britain, um, like, the Jubilee, all this stuff, like, I'm just seeing this is a more unique X-Men set, and I enjoy that. It's, you know, it is more than just Wolverine, Cyclops, blah, 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 blah. Those guys are in it, sure, but, like, it is a more unique X-Men set. And I'm also happy for all you guys who are like, oh, yeah, baby, Apocalypse, that's what I've been waiting for. Like, okay, cool. You have a million Apocalypses now. 
please shut up about adding apocalypse to the game. I hope your thirst for him is, uh, you know, satiated or whatever. So yeah, overall, I'm very, I'm actually looking forward to playing a lot of figures in the set. So that's, that's where I'll end it there. Yeah. We are still missing. Of course, uh, there's one super rare missing, uh, according to the solicit, it's going to be maggot. Um, he's a pretty cool dude. So we'll see what he does in some future iteration. And then, of course, uh, until WizKids dumps all of the team-up cards, we're not really sure. Uh, I think we've only got like half of them, so we've only got like 60 team-up cards this time around. But we are still missing all of those. Which is awesome. And uh, the ones that I've seen, they've definitely Mm -hmm. taken a more unique route. There's definitely like just as many team-up cards this time around that I definitely don't need. But there's a lot of team-up cards that are either team-specific or it's, like, not a named theme team. So there's some that are, like, actual named theme team-specific. But there's even more that are, you know, these people. It'll, like, list off, like, five people that were in, like, X-Force together or, like, in a specific run together or doing a specific thing in the comics together. And that's really cool that those are, like, working... I think those are pretty decent. Um, the Forge Storm one is like one of the worst ones in my opinion currently. Still, that's like the yeah, they both bad. get enhancement, oh, but only to help each other, and that's just like okay. But that's just as bad as like you could have just put a trade on their card for that. But I'm sure Forge will get a better yeah. one, so I'm okay with it. It'll, it's fine. Hopefully, hopefully. All right. So before we move into the community section this week. Me and Simeon finally pounded out the specifics of the upcoming Prince Tournament. And it is as follows. The player cap is going to be 32 players. Uh, if we do get more than that, we might, if it, if we can keep the number even. Um, but we'll see, since this will be the first time we're doing a tournament uh, that can potentially have a lot of people. Since the rest of them have all been one day. This one, we're going to give you an entire week to play your games because we're going to be doing pod plays. So... Cap 32, minimum 16 right now. It's going to be a $10 entry, and we're going to have pod play. The tournament is going to be the Prince format, which is Ultra Chases, Chases, Convention LEs, and Super Rare Primes. That's Green Ring Super Rare Prime. You know what I mean by that, listener. Don't ask the dumb question. You know what I mean by Green Ring. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, so uh, Con LEs, we're going to have a list of Con LEs uh, in the main post we make for the tournament because we only want ones that are available specifically at conventions. So this is going to be a modern plus. We're going to allow the Phoenix 10 million BC. She's going to be allowed as well as the chases and super rare primes from house of X will be legal for this tournament. This tournament's going to be taking place after uh, Christmas. And those are all the details right now. We're looking at first place is going to be getting a brick of house of X, no matter what. And then depending on how many people we have enter, uh, depends on whether or not second, third, and fourth will get boosters of House of X. Uh, but no matter what, top 16 will be getting uh, Dial H stickers and tokens for sure. So pod play, $10 entry. Uh, and then it's the Prince format, ladies and gentlemen. So Ultra Chases, Chases, Super Rare Primes, and Con LEs. Uh, we may make some kind of errata, but at right now, it's not Highlander. There are a few figures we're not 100% on. Uh, allowing certain people to be able to have two of them. 
But since it is the Prince format and it's all about how much money you spend to be good at hero clicks, that might be fine. It might be fine. So that is the Prince format. We're going to have a post up maybe when you're listening to this. And if you look on our Facebook page and our Twitter and there isn't a post up, then we didn't get to it while you're listening to this. <laughs> we'll so that's how that's going to work. A, All right. Uh, we'll also. Oh, yes. Be doing a secret hidden objective kind of thing, I guess you could call it. Uh, so there'll be a secondary prizing, not to like anybody who necessarily wins, but uh, there's not going to be any clues other than what the tournament is itself. Um, but there will be prizing for uh, one person. We're going to, what do we call it? Um, I still can't ever remember this term. Fellowship. Yeah, the fellowship prizing. The fellowship prizing will of the go Rings to somebody movie. determined by me. Uh, it won't be revealed as to how I am figuring out who it is until the end of the tournament. But, well, I guess, I guess we could figure it out before the end of the tournament, but it'll depend. Sometime, yeah, we figured out at any time. It's basically right? yeah. like, who isn't Probably. Lucas, Tom Van Holland? Every, Pretty much. All those people get entered, and then uh, you get yep. double entered. Dry out of a hat. Extra not him. Hmm. However that is. So if yeah. the word, if the name, if, the, you know, if no part of your name could possibly spell out Lucas, Tom, or Van yeah. Holland, if you can't, like, you'll, you'll also be entered. Letters, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And straight up, if you have the name Tom as well, any part of that name, you'll just be out of the drawing. Sorry, too much association uh, with Lucas. Just won't be allowed. Won't be allowed. So sorry, Tom Holland. Uh, I know you're looking forward to this tournament. You can still play, but you will not be entered into our cool, super secret, extra prizing fellowship deal. All right. So now we can go ahead and move on to community. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Well, well, well. Another week... Another forgot to post a Community Tuesdays question. Give a, give a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. That's okay. We have listener questions from Malcolm Rush. So we have plenty, plenty to talk about this week, which I am excited for. So he has, sometimes WizKids is wrong. Sometimes. Eh, it's a little more than sometimes. But anyways, number one, he says, which Heroclix figure uh, was in the wrong set or characters were in the wrong set? And what set would they make more sense for them to be in Simeon who's in the wrong set you're like really why is this guy here so that don't make no sense I didn't want to like go too far back because I don't know how much people actually care about like golden age goof em ups um, mm. there's of course like we've spoken I think before about like characters they missed for like fear itself and stuff so I think we've done like some gold right. age kind of but uh one that really sticks out like a sore, I don't want to say a sore thumb. I'll say sticks out like a sore fist, like an iron fist in the Spider-Man Venom Absolute Carnage set. So I get that Iron Fist has like teamed up with Spider-Man before. So I can kind of get why he would make it to a Spider-Man set. Uh, but I, I, and I also haven't read the Absolute Carnage series, so I don't know if maybe he's got like a big part in it that I missed. But from what I can tell, he's the only Marvel Knight in the whole set. He's the only Heroes for Hire character in the set. He is one of only two defenders in the entire set. And he doesn't have any like traits that work off of other people in the set. He doesn't have anything that's like set specific for him. 
he just has like the one trait that is like the build up the whatever Kunlun tokens or ex- whatever it is, and then make close mm-hmm. attacks. He's not a bad figure. It just inside the set, like if that was the first character they previewed for the set, it would not give you any kind of clue as to what the rest of the set was. Um, yeah, yeah. He just that's my that's my biggest one that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, I'm sure that there's. I just didn't want to go digging too deep because I get into real like HC realms rabbit holes where I'm just like. When was the last time they made this guy? And then I just never get out. I'm still there. Sure. So, <laughs> a lot of characters that don't play. I, you guys have heard me rant about the Captain America and the Avengers set. There's so many, so many figures that shouldn't be in that set, but are. <laughs> um, I know, I know. But uh, in the Mighty Thor set, now this is a set I think is pretty close to perfect. I love the Mighty Thor. If I was a Thor fan. There's no way this wouldn't be my favorite set. You know why? Because when you click anything from there, when you when you click as guardian, not like eighty percent of the set is there, just like how it should be. If they made some kind of like American Bros keyword or something, and that's what should be in Captain America, but instead like ten figures are there. If you were to click the American, you know, Team America keyword or whatever, Uh, but the Mighty Thor is a pretty much perfect set, except for the inclusion of King Cobra. who is the only Serpent Society member. (laughs) Um, They've been doing this for a few sets. They've been like uh, throwing a Serpent Society member in there. They did it with Secret Wars Battle World as well. I wish they would have just saved up the members instead of slowly throwing them out again one by one after Spider-Man. I wish they would have just been like, okay, and next set, and then plop, here's more Serpent Society, like in a whole set of themselves instead of being scattered throughout the world. So King Cobra makes no sense to be in the Thor set. I don't know. Maybe he's fought Thor before. Like, I know, like, the Wrecking Crew has, like, normal, sort of normal human guys have, like, fought him. But, like, King Cobra, I don't think so. Servant Society are very much Captain America villains. They felt weird in the Spider-Man set. And they feel weird being in every set afterwards. So, Secret Wars Battle World, uh, having uh, Bushmaster is weird. And then Captain America gets Sidewinder, which is good. He's fought Sidewinder. That makes sense. But they should have just saved up a couple of these Serpent Society guys and then dropped them all in the Captain America set. King Cobra in the Thor set felt so weird. That was also, Besides that, though, Thor is a great set. From the Thor set, this you reminded me of this. So Avengers Defenders War uh, was the first set that ever had the Wakanda keyword. And so you had several mm. Black Panthers. You had Shuri as Black Panther. You had the Throne Black Panther. You had the Shifting Focus you had uh, the Wakanda warriors that the throne one could bring out, and then you had uh, Wakabi, the like, what do you call? I don't know, bodyguard slash general dude. Then yeah, randomly yeah, yeah. in the Mighty Thor set, which was I think it wasn't the next Marvel set because What If happened, but it was the second like actual full sized Marvel set that came out. Yeah, they threw in two random Wakandan dudes. Um, oh yeah, the, that's right, the Tutsarazi guys which is like some sort of elite force dude, and then White Wolf, whoever that is. And it was just like, I don't know if maybe they had run-ins with like Thor or the Wrecking Crew or something. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, you reminded me of like those two is weird. very yeah. strangely out-of-place dudes in uh, Mighty Thor. 
Uh, second question from Malcolm. Which sets had key or important characters missing from, and which hero's character would that be? Yeah. Uh, ABPI yep. had some of the... It's Avengers, Black Panther, Illuminati, and I'm not going to say they were missing any Avengers or Black Panther people because they had adequate amounts of those, but they didn't even have the full yep. Illuminati. So it seems like if right. you're going to yeah. name your set... With like a keyword, you should have all the iterations of what would fit in that keyword. I mean, I get Avengers is too big to have one of every person that's been an Avenger, and then Black Panther is like too broad. It's like anyone that is either a rogue of Black Panthers, like in his rogues gallery, or like has a Wakanda keyword. So I get why you wouldn't have all of those, but I'm pretty sure Illuminati's like at most had like three or four different iterations and for the most part they had the same people and like one of those people was Professor Xavier who like we had in a previous set in XXS so it wasn't like he wasn't around just not in that set and then uh, Earth X again self self explanatory there's just people from the Earth X series that we got later or potentially not at all that uh, weren't in the set and then again half the set was like spider-man people um star trek there's i I need my whoopi goldberg i want her as a hero click and i feel like the chance of that ever happening is faded so much that i mean at this point i'll just take my the mark twain that they accidentally showed us at one point because that would also be really cool oh right samuel clements or whatever um but yeah, there's a ton of like Trek is like was on for a while, and then no I mean, way. We also had several really? series that we probably will never get clicks for. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, Calder, but uh, Star Trek is actually currently even ongoing. There's several Star Treks wow. currently. Um, wow. Yeah. How there's many even, Treks are they going to be in the stars? Even the this McFarlane one called the Orville. Um, oh, that's got a hero click. Then, I'm aware. Uh, I'm aware. The biggest one, in my opinion, and I don't know why, I'm going to throw a guess out there, and that guess is that they made most of this set before the movie came out, but the Wonder Woman uh, movie gravity feed. Well, it wasn't really a movie set, because it was all comic book characters, right? right? But it was supposed to, it was yeah. like in line with the movie, and it was like it was in line with be, the movie. Yeah, I mean, it does have like Etta Candy, Steve Trevor, um, true, true, Queen Hippolyta, uh, random yeah, Amazon lady, and Wonder Woman. But then it has it's filled out with random Teen Titans, and yeah, it makes sense. To there's me. not even a bad guy. Who's the bad guy? I guess technically Raven has a not so nice Tigra. version. Not Tigra. What's her name? Is she Tigra in DC? Is that the Marvel oh, cat lady? What's, what's the cheetah? Yeah, Is it just cheetah? cheetah? Okay, yeah. Isn't yeah, that like her I guess there's cheetah. I could have just played Cheetah yeah. versus Wonder Woman. No Ares. Man, could you imagine if the mass market exclusive was instead like a 300 point insane Ares versus just a meh Wonder Woman? Yeah, I would have loved that. Um, that Wonder Woman's. She might be right. good, but I hate her sculpt. She it's might be good, very, but her sculpt is so bad. I hate it's it. It's gonna get blown so away by this new Wonder Woman set. Uh, it's oh, I, very I bet. plain, in my opinion. It's definitely not worth the price tag that some people were. Oh yeah, for dude! It. Yikes! 
But yeah, um, that set uh, just rather than uh, I don't know putting all the Teen Titans in, I would have rather had like generic World War One dude, uh, like random fighter, soldier, pilot, random soldier, soldier guy. Heck, she like yeah. teamed up with like that random like mismatch band of dudes. That was pretty cool. They could have had that would have been really cool figures, right? But, yeah. Well, wasn't a movie set. Probably weren't gonna get those guys necessarily, but yeah. Like just a soldier would have been cool. Like anybody with brains could have seen the Wonder Woman movie was going to be like in World War One. Like they explicitly said that. So like you could have given us a generic soldier very easily, you know. But nah, it is what it is. Um, I'm kind of speaking also on a movie set when I say this. The Thor Ragnarok movie uh, sets that come to mind when they say are missing characters. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. 100% comes to mind. It was a set that we got two of every figure besides the Chases, Hela and Fenris Wolf. We never got a lot of key important characters. So like a Korg and Meek, uh, a Scourge would have been really, really Scourge. Goodness gracious. Scourge. I know this character. I like him a lot. Carl Urban. Behold my stuff. I know Scourge. Scourge is really cool. I would have killed for a Scourge in this set. Would have been awesome. I love Scourge. Um, there's tons of characters that we just like that we didn't get. We could have gotten a Topaz, you know, the chick that hangs with the Grandmaster who carries around his melty stick. She was funny. We could have gotten uh, generic Asgardians. You know, I, I get we have plenty of those, sure. But generic Asgardians, generic Valkyries, which sure, we already got those in Mighty Thor. But generic um, of those weird guards that are on Planet Hulk or whatever the heck that, pl- Sakaar, like yeah. the guards that like, look like they're in they Tron like they're costumes, like all the black like and then different multicolor kind of stuff. Yeah. Like they're cool. We could have gotten like a Doug just for funsies. I, I know they probably didn't know he was going to be in the movie or whatever, but like that'd have been hilarious. I would have laughed so hard, but um, yeah, like they get a ton of, and then obviously the Thor and the Hulk are still just gladiator versions. We don't have a cool lightning version of Thor, which I don't think anyone knew that was going to happen. WizKids didn't have knowledge of that going to happen either. Right. But, like, we could have guessed. Also, I would have killed for Doctor Strange. We knew that Doctor Strange was going to be in this movie since the end of Doctor Strange before that. Right? Like, or at the very least, we saw him interact with Thor. We Maybe we didn't know that part was going to be in the movie. But if I was WizKids, I would have just been like, hey, can we make Doctor Strange anyways? And no matter what, if you could have made a Benedict Cumberbatch Doctor Strange, no one no one would have hated it, especially with the fact that we never got an Infinity War Endgame set. People would have loved it. You could have made him literally any type of generic version of Doctor Strange, and it pretty much would have worked, like, really. So, like, that would have been awesome. But, yeah, Thor Ragnarok is missing a lot. It's got the main folks there, but, like, no Scourge, no Korg, no Meek, no Doctor Strange. It's rough. And I, it misses. misses the mark for me. Yeah. This is a one of the few times when I will honestly say this is a mass market gravity feed thing or not mass market. This is a gravity feed thing where I absolutely wish I hadn't bought any of it. I would have yeah. picked up. Yeah. I would have picked up the, the rare, the unique Odin, the 25 point one. That's like secretly Loki uh, spoilers. And then, yeah, that's I cool. would have picked up that Odin because he's awesome on Asgardian teams and I probably would have picked up the Fenris Wolf. And then the rest of it, we've got better versions in other forms. Um, we even have, like, we've got better mm-hmm. Heimdalls. We've got, in my opinion, better Grandmasters 
Although I know the, uh, what was it? The one that like makes, uh, the friendly and opposing Someone character attack, attack each other. That's a cool concept. Yeah. That's like a really cool gimmick that they did. I really like that one, but like straight up did not, did not need it personally. So this is like one of those few things where I just like really truly regret having any of these figures. Not any of them. Ooh, the, yeah. the few I listed. See, it's how bad and bland. But like this the, is. the Thor and it's Hulk. Probably and... it's probably the worst movie set they've made. I would say. I would say besides maybe Green Lantern, it's probably the worst movie set they've made. Oh yeah, and the sculpts There's are like so good. Terrible like... repetitive figure selection. The Hella's really cool. Yeah, the no, they look good. That really cool. Hulk looks awesome. Yeah. I love that Hulk. Gladiator Hella's good. Hulk yeah, is awesome with his like weird mm-hmm. Halo brute hammer looking thing. Looks like a car yeah. thing, like strapped to a stick. Um, mm-hmm. They all look really cool, and I'm glad that like we have movie versions of them. But at the end of the day, for me, they are 100 percent just shelf pieces. They they do not see play. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right, number three is going to be over the years, some sets' names didn't match what was in the set or the theme of the set. Which set was that? And if you could rename those sets, what would be the new name? Um, I'm going to go with Captain America and the Avengers and say it should have just been named mm. Captain America, that's all that's in the set. Like, that's the full title. Captain America, that's all that's in this set. That would have been a good name for the set. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sure, honestly, sure, buddy. I just, my fuse I was honestly, lit, burnt, uh, and like the same. Don't really have too many complaints when it comes to sets. Um, for the most part, I think Earth X. I mean, it would have been weird if they oh. called it like Earth X and Spider stuff and the Spider Man. Uh, but for the most part, that's what it was. I think they get it pretty decent. Like, it's hard to argue like saying Avengers Infinity doesn't fit the name when like most of the people in there, like I'm willing to say almost all the figures in there are either Avengers or part of like the infinity storyline or there's some sort of like cosmic thing. Um, I guess the cars are like the one weird, like Tony Stark's car and the dune buggy are like the weird things that don't belong. But even then it's like so few and far between in that set. Um, Avengers yeah. Assemble is chock full of Avengers and enemies of Avengers, so I can't really complain about that one. Nick Fury Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has enough of Nick Fury and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that seems pretty pretty solid. Um, yeah, I, I really can't complain about too many of them. I really wish if they named it like uh, Fear Itself, for example, if they name it after a comic book like story arc, if they name it after like an event, I'd really like it for them to get make sure they get all of the characters that are important to that storyline in the set because we know right. for sure we'll never see like they'll never do a fear itself part two. They'll never do a secret invasion again unless it was like secret invasion movie version or something. So yeah, like those are my only complaints, but as far as actual set names go, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. The the only set that comes to mind is uh, is of course Invincible Iron Man. He ain't that invincible. Come on, get out of here. He ain't that good. No, that's a joke. Anyways, uh, Slosh. So Superman and the Legion of Superheroes 
is missing one very important part of that name. Lots of Legion of Superheroes inside the set. There is no Superman. So that's just like a lie, <laughs> like straight up. Like there is no Superman. Like there's a Superman action figure in the, yeah. there's a Superboy. It's not um, the Superman action figure. The superheroes. I mean, technically, it's not there's, Superboy. There's a chase version of the darkness. Superman, right? But it's but that's not that's not that's not normal Superman, Superman now, yeah. is it? That's not when you think Superman. That's not you know the boy blunder, the blue the blue guy, the red the blood red the red sun. What's his bucket? Whatever. Who the hell cares? There is no Superman in that set. There's no normal <laughs> Superman in that set. So you can't really call it Superman and the Legion of Superheroes. You're just putting that name out there because you don't know if people will know who the Legion of Superheroes are. And not a lot of people do, but now they do. It just yeah. to me, to me, it's now it's that's the only obvious time where there was like a name, and you're like, mm, is it though? Not really. I'm not really feeling it. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> Anyways, number four is gonna be. Oh, sorry. I. Yeah, there are many versions of characters over the years, and Heroclix, which characters had the wrong powers? sculpted and or costumes in the given set how would you fix it so like what figure where it was like they put them on a dial but this doesn't feel like this version of the character you're making i know i've thought this before yeah. but as soon as he asked it as a question i was like oh, impossible who can i even think of yeah. yeah uh yeah so for me like i i can't remember exact sculpts so i can't like say anything definitively I'm going to assume that one of the rogues from like recent sets was like flying on a sculpt, but not on dial. I, I can't say for sure. Um, that's just like a guess that I have. I think there was a rogue that came out that was like that. Probably not. But so, yeah, I just went super generic with my answer. Um, so anytime there's like a person with a gun or some sort of like energy beam that they're shooting and then they have zero range... That always seems silly to me. If you're like holding a gun out as if you're pointing it to shoot it and then you have a printed zero range or like even like if it's only like three or four range, uh, when Captain America can throw his shield like six range, I feel like a gun and a like bullet could go more than that. I don't want to speak heresy in front of Calder here, but uh, I feel like yeah, gun goes farther, like bullet goes farther than shield. <laughs> Um, so yeah, anytime like you're laser beaming or shooting something and then you don't have range printed on the dial seems silly. Uh, and then same thing, sometimes they'll show somebody with like a sword or a knife and then that character won't have blades, claws, fangs. They won't have like any kind of special attack power. They'll give them like precision strike when they've got like a katana it's like, okay, but like he's not fencing, he's slashing. So I don't know. Um, then people that can fly should have like a sculpt that reflects if they can fly. Like Superman is the biggest version of this that I can think of where he often can fly on his dial. Like more often than not, he can fly on his dial, but then his sculpt is just like, ah, I can fly, but I'm much better at standing. And then he just stands there. So yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, baby standing standing around all right so like i said this is this is difficult to think of but what comes to mind is the guardians of the galaxy zombie magneto 
in the comic, Magneto just dies. Like he survives for a really long time. And then he just dies. They eat him. They eat him all. He does not turn into a zombie. He gets completely, completely like feasted upon. So like there is no there is no zombie Magneto. For some reason they made a um a Marvel Select of this too, Diamond Toys did. And I'm like, that's cool. Didn't happen though. Same thing with that Galactus, right? There was never a zombie Galactus. Right. So that figure is just completely made up BS. This Magneto, however, the dial uh, mentions having Colonel America's shield, I believe, under the card in front of me. But so it definitely feels like if you get rid of the zombie hunger, zombie, zombie infection traits, it's more of a Magneto on the run. I feel like the whole attraction to meat trait where it's power action use TK twice. He was flinging things all over the place as Magneto does, dealing people one penetrating damage. That's fine. ESD toughness. Someone targets him with a ranged combat attack. Modify the damage to a negative one. Like to me, this this could seem like a more desperate Magneto trying to stay alive, especially with the pulse wave near the end of his dial. So the dial you could probably say is more for a Magneto on the run who is still alive. Once you get rid of the zombie hunger, zombie infection trait, because Magneto was never a zombie. And now this is an easy way to actually fix this sculpt. Because um, Malcolm asked, like, how would you fix it? Because Magneto also has a switch clicks base for the Brotherhood of Mutants team uh, uh, team base. So you can just take that Magneto off of its switch click and then take this Magneto off its switch click and switch them around, which is cool. Same thing if you want to play a normal Gladiator, uh, since Gladiator is also a switch click and he's also a zombie. Like that, would, It doesn't work for a lot of the zombies, since I think it's probably just those two. But it's really cool. And if you want to, you could like glue cap shield on like that switch click Magneto. And then you have like a number one super easy custom, and now you have a Marvel Zombies semi accurate uh, Magneto. So yeah, there's that. That's what I would say is like a figure that's sort of misdialed. I would say. Fair enough. The yeah. fifth, yeah, uh, the fifth and final one is over the years when Wizkids made lots of mistakes with dials, cards, etc. What was a mistake that Wizkids did that you pulled? Uh, which one was the funnest of those mistakes? So, I the way I understood this is like when it's misprinted. You know, like if a dial is misprinted or screwed up or whatever, like have you ever pulled like a weird right. misprint dial? I've and like seen was more it cool? Than I've, like, like actually yeah. pulled. Um, but yeah, I've definitely seen more too. So yeah, I mean, most of the times if I pull like an a WizKids oops, it's usually just broken. It's not like actually like interesting. It's not like uh, well, it's not Captain. necessarily a WizKids oops at well, that no, point. It's more of a yeah shipping shipping or, oops. Yeah, um, I should just say like a a sealed package oops um so i've yeah. never opened it and seen like wrong name on a different like dial like uh captain marvel sculpt with like spider-man name or like stats or whatever i've never seen that i have gotten the double printing where it almost feels like you have like 3d like the old school 3d goggles on or need them on to read it because the like print is just almost like double overlaid but it's slightly off so it'll like say the name twice and all the like stats and stuff twice but it's like weird fuzzy and hurts your brain to look at i've pulled those before but i've never pulled an actually 100 mm. percent like wrong dial wrong sculpt anything like that okay i have like a, it's super few and far between um you'll definitely obviously see more and you'll actually pull. Um, I've I've pulled ones where the dial I had a uh, like a misprinted. I don't remember who it was. It was on a prime though. 
And like, okay, I do remember who it was. So one time I had one where it was like a misprinted name where it was somebody else, but like the dial was the same thing. Everything else was fine. It wasn't like the entire top dial, but it was like that name. And then like half of another name was like printed on top. And then like that character's team ability was also printed. So it was like, it was double printed for every reason. Then I got a Deadpool rare prime from the Deadpool set X-Force. And he had two green rings and one was like half on like the side of like where the dial turns. And then one was like on the top, which was really lame. I was like, oh, great. This is my Deadpool prime. At the time he's going for like 30, 40 bucks. And you're like, I guess this is just the one I have now. Cool. And I still got it. But the only time I've had like a dial mistake and the character didn't have like the wrong dial or anything, it just the sticker got put on wrong and it was a 20 point Magi Magia goon, however you want to say it. Um, and he had his 15 defense was like up one. So he had a 15 attack instead and he had a three defense and he had zero oh, damage. Nice. And then he had just no speed. It was great. Dude, it was great. Or like a nine speed or whatever. I was like, well, this is my, my 15 attack Magia goon. I've, I've played a game with him. It's funny. Like, just like, hey, that's how the stats look, you know? It's the only it's the only Magia goon I even own because, like, I don't need him for anything. It's just funny. I think it's funny, dude. A little 15 attack uh, Magia goon. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't pull out of mistakes like that, but that was the one cool one. Yeah. I've seen... And those are... I've seen, no, like, questions. better mistakes that people have pulled, like, in yeah. front of me. I've just never... I've seen cooler ones, too. Like I do like that uh tagged you earlier, like that all black Wolverine is oh, cool. Yeah. You know, like if you collect like the non mistakes, like that's kinda neat with the top dial. Yeah, non unique. Exactly. Yeah. It's funny because there's Yeah, I think every it's now great. and then uh you'll see somebody post that's like, Hey, I got this like wrongly printed dial. Is this worth anything? Because in some collectible communities, having a misprint or something like that is a more collectible version than the actual like plain version. Mm. Um, those are usually yeah. communities where the product has a much stricter quality control. So like it's harder to get like misprints out. Um, so yeah, for the most yeah. part, hero clicks does not add any value to your figure. If it's the wrong dial or sculpt or uh, dial is misprinted. Yeah. Somewhere. Sorry. But all right, those are the Malcolm Rush questions. Kind of similar to some questions we've got in the past, but that's all right. We got a, we got different answers. That's all that matters. So it's still still relatively new content. This is the part of the show where I have to remind you guys, we have links to all our social media, so our Facebook, Twitter, all of that is in the podcast show notes below. If you want to support us, you can check us out on Patreon.com. Uh, I was going to make a post about this on Patreon. I'll just say it here. With the busyness of Thanksgiving, uh, some health issues and all this jazz, was not able to send anything out in November lots of stuff just going on right now hopefully i'll be able to send it out uh this coming week so i'll be able to send out december stuff and november stuff so you're gonna get double patreon rewards all in one which is which is cool i guess you know waiting a little bit but you'll get all your patreon rewards uh coming up for december here we're gonna have some new sticker designs coming soon once i get them printed they are all based on extreme rules so if you haven't checked out extreme rules yet go to our youtube channel it is the most fun we've had um filming a video i'll say i'm not going to say playing hero clicks that's speaking quite a lot for both of us but uh for sure it's the most unique game of hero clicks we ever played so check out the extreme rules playlist watch the trailer watch all the awesome wrestling style promos and if you don't even like wrestling it's still a really fun game to watch we're going to be having more unique takes on hero clicks in the future 
So I hope you guys stay tuned for that stuff. And if you want to support those videos, definitely check us out on Patreon because a lot of like the stuff in those videos, the props we might need, you know, and then of course gas just to drive to go meet up is, is quite a bit. So definitely support us on Patreon guys. And if you just enjoy the show, you know, thank you so much for your listener support. So I did my whole YouTube plugs, Twitter plugs, blah, 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 blah. Simeon got anything you want to say? Uh, my parents even enjoyed that video. Oh, that's right. And they don't even right. know what that's hero right. picks are or that I am a part of a podcast. So <laughs> what was what was the end consensus because all i got was like my mom doesn't like you i'm like oh yeah nice. my mom was not happy was that, that... <laughs> uh, calder both threw a boot at me and hit me with a chair um i didn't i didn't stick around part of the game like while oh, they were no. watching it because it was really just super awkward because it's a it's a longer video oh yeah so it would have been super awkward to sit in the living room as they're like casting it to their tv and just like sit there and watch their reactions while watching my video. I don't, I don't know. It, uh, my dad was like, you should send me that link and then I can share it on Facebook because you need more views. Oh. And I was like, thanks. Oh boy. Thanks dad. He's got 200 plus friends on Facebook Calder, So he can, oh. he can get that would really raked us in the views. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, I, I don't know if Jeez. this is for people outside the community. I think, uh, hero clicks or potentially tabletop people that don't play hero clicks but enjoy tabletop games might watch it and enjoy it or people that just play or like watch WWE stuff might enjoy it without knowing anything about hero clicks yeah but for the most part I think it's solidly in the category of uh, you have to kind of know what hero clicks is to enjoy it a lot yeah and even then hero clicks players clearly don't watch it because just saying, guys, we have amazing content on the YouTube channel. I don't want this to be a little pity party for the YouTube channel each week because we make freaking great, cool, unique stuff on the YouTube channel. And uh, all you guys are just like, oh, new set unboxing. Yeah, we should have thousand views. We should have started Extreme Rules off with you like what? unboxing something because clearly that's yeah, that's what people want. Like, unboxing videos are the only videos that matter. <laughs> Even though you know they're just going to get a prime or a chase, Should they're going to get a couple of, of super rares or a punishment. We just like have <laughs> like, to sit in a box for that entire turn, and then the other person unboxes it, and then we can put unboxing yeah. in the title because yeah, it's not a dude, lie. just unboxings. They're they're easy to film, but like to me, to me personally, they're not interesting. These new ones are, I guess, because if it's a new set and we haven't seen everything, but if we've already seen everything in the set. I don't know why you would ever watch an unboxing. I say that as somebody that does unboxings and wants you to watch my unboxings. I would prefer you watch our really cool Thursday throwdown gameplay videos or our fun like Extreme Rules style gameplay videos than any unboxing ever because that stuff is just way cooler, way more fun to make. But uh, people like unboxings. You guys are allowed to do whatever you want, but check out the YouTube channel. We've talked like five minutes about the YouTube channel. We really like the YouTube channel, guys. It's a secondary, like, not even a pet project. We put as much work into the YouTube channel as we do the podcast, and I just want that to be successful as well. Oh, yeah. Because we have, number one, good lighting in our unboxing videos. Anyways, <laughs> uh, and just, like, lots of other cool stuff, you know? Like, just lots of other cool stuff. So, like, we always have a good time. We seriously do. And, like, I can make, I can pump out a million of those terrible how-it-feels-to-play-Galactus videos 
in a day. Like if you want me to make terrible, bad skit videos, I've got a million ideas that I could do in like three or four hours and get edited, uploaded. Like, let us know, guys. YouTube videos are like fun to make. And I know we're a podcast first and foremost, and you've probably turned the podcast off because we've been talking about it for so long. But man, I just really enjoy making YouTube videos. It's just really fun. I think we're getting better too. And I don't, yeah. Like maybe yeah, not so. Thursday throwdown, but um, it's definitely nah, it's not kind of getting worse. It's it kind is, of been the same for peaked, 30 weeks. It's better than it was when it started. That's for sure. It is better than it was. That is true. Moving off of Roll20 onto Tabletop Simulator is amazing. And I hope you guys watch that because it's also, like Simeon said, it's good for new, new players. If you want to see how the beginning times kind of figures work, then we slowly go through the sets all the way to modern. It's pretty legit. It's pretty legit. I know we have a lot of hardcore uh, people that will support the YouTube and watch all the YouTube videos. And we got a bunch of really awesome guys that consistently like comment on the videos. And for that, I really cannot tell you how appreciative I am. But I got to, you know, I've got to bump those numbers up. Them are some rookie numbers, you know. And I just don't want to make soulless videos where it's just like me talking about a Heroclix figure or it's like top 10, whatever. Not making fun of people that do top 10s and stuff, but those are just very generic, boring videos meant to get clicks and views. And I want to make content that I enjoy making and I just want it to do well. I know most YouTubers have just forfeited the idea that like I cannot I can no longer make content I enjoy making. I just have to make stuff the algorithm wants me to make, the stuff my uh the people subscribing want me to make. But I think me and Simeon, uh in and of ourselves, we're unique people, unique characters. Simeon can cut all this out, by the way. I'm rambling here. <laughs> but like I hope you guys are more attached to like us, less so than like whatever random video we make. Cause I think as people we're not your our ordinary hero clicks players yeah. at face value. You can look at us and you can see that. I just think saying like just watching like, the it, promos. It's pretty cool for extreme rules. Just alone. the promos. Like, yeah, like we uh, we're clearly like we're I mean, we're trying to break the mold of what the, the hero clicks. Exactly. I don't want to like say like I'm not saying we're doing a good job or anything, but we're we're definitely trying to change what like the content that hero clicks typically has can be. Um, so I hope right. like other people follow suit, uh, because as yeah. much as I, I think anyone that wants to do a podcast or like make hero clicks content definitely should, uh, for any hobby that you have, you should try and like, you know, making content for your things that you're actually passionate about is cool. It's fun to do. Um, gives you something to do when you're in lockdown or whatever. Uh, but I, I really hope that other content creators like follow suit and start doing more fun kind of like just you know fun yeah. stuff because yeah there's yeah, a lot of people fun in the world to, and i just doesn't don't all... watch their stuff anymore because it's just <laughs> it doesn't awesome. all like yeah exactly it doesn't have to just be anyone can open a box why should i watch you open a box versus somebody else open a box i think you know it means to me a pretty unique cool characters i think we have a good time you can have fun in the world of hero clicks it doesn't all have to be like this is what's good you're bad for not playing what's good and then like i open boxes there's more there's more to it than that so and that's what we try to bring to the table anyways sorry that uh the normal end of the episode shout outs became a 10 minute rant about our youtube channel but that shows uh you're either you're 
hate our YouTube channel and you're never going to watch it now, or you're going to go check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Anyways, because I forgot, uh, Jedi Legend Hero Clicks tip of the week. You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. You can fire smoke cloud around corners. Same thing with barrier. Uh, really useful for the recent wave of spies and mutant CIA folks with their improved targeting and hindering terrain. As long as one smoke marker is in line of fire, they're all within range. Uh, go ahead, reach and clear, baby. So this is super important. As long as one has been range in line of fire, the barrier, that smoke cloud, goes wherever, even if you can't see it. All you got to do is be able to see one. That's huge. I know some people are like, do I have to be able to see all of my barrier? I'm like, nah. You just got to see one square. The rest of it just has to touch. It's all that matters. So, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Anyways, that's tip of the week. About that. That's the thing. Yeah, it's sweet. So, another thing about our YouTube. Uh, no. If you uh, were interested in any of the House of X figures that we talked about, you can uh, get some pre-orders in at CoolStuffInc.com. They'll, of course, be getting singles in when the set drops, but... Uh, might not be December 9th anymore. It might be the 30th, as we said. Might be even later. We don't really know in this wacky world that we live in. Currently, they are sold out of cases. So your options are booster bricks and booster packs. So check them out right now. Uh, the uh, make sure you get at least you know a couple, unless you want to wait for those singles. Um, I'm gonna probably get a brick. And uh, you know my. My discount's kind of impressive, I'm not going to lie. It's a pretty decent discount, but it's not as good as the Dial 5 discount. The Dial 5 will get you 5% off of your total. So if you're getting a brick, make sure you throw that in, save yourself a little bit of money, maybe buy a little extra because you, you're saving that. And uh, with that, I'll just say that uh, you can find all kinds of cool stuff at CoolStuffInc.com from the latest Heroclix figures and sealed products. So check them out. Coolstuffinc.com. Happy trails.